Hello, and welcome to Mirror Stars. I'm Steve Ricardo. Let's talk about Joe Manchin. Who exactly is this man, and why is he halting so much progress in his own political party, which just happens to be the Democratic Party? Manchin served as West Virginia's Secretary of State from 2001 to 2005. He was elected governor of the state, a position he held from 2005 to 2010. In 2010, he was elected to the U.S. Senate and became the state's senior U.S. Senator when Jay Rockefeller retired in 2015. He calls himself a centrist, moderate, conservative Democrat, is, and is generally cited as the most conservative Democrat in the Senate. Manchin is known for working with congressional Republicans on issues such as abortion, immigration, energy control, and gun control. In fact, he once ran an ad in which he was seen shooting a shotgun. Knowing all this, it shouldn't surprise anyone that he became a thorn in the side of Democrats, especially those with more progressive views. He opposed Obama's views on energy, voted to build Trump's wall, and voted to confirm Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court. He opposes Medicare for All, the Green New Deal, abolishing the filibuster, expanding the Supreme Court, and defunding the police. On the other hand, he has also repeatedly voted against attempts to repeal the Affordable Care Act. He has voted to preserve funding for Planned Parenthood in 2017 and voted against the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. Manchin's business interests include founding the coal brokerage Inner Systems, which he owns one to five million non-public shares of, which is probably another reason why he keeps getting reelected in West Virginia. Oh, and did we mention that he is a member of the NRA as well? He did, however, narrowly get reelected in 2018, winning by only 20,000 votes. It doesn't matter, though. He will not change. Some Democrats like Tim Ryan, who is running for Senate in the state of Ohio, have publicly credited Manchin, who votes with the party 70% of the time, which is true. Here is the dilemma. Manchin is a Democratic senator in a deeply red state, and he still voted twice to impeach Trump. It's a real conundrum, and it's probably why it's a trippy, tricky subject. Now, we know that most progressives don't like Joe Manchin and want him to switch parties, which is something that he has said he will never do. But the moderates seem to tolerate him. And some even work with him like the bipartisan group of senators that reached the deal to make it harder to overturn a certified presidential election. This is what Robert Reich said about Manchin recently in the Guardian in an op-ed entitled, Perhaps It's Time to Kick Joe Manchin Out of the Democratic Party. Reich writes, after putting a final spear through the heart of what remained of Biden's and the Democrats' domestic agenda, West Virginia's Democratic Senator Joe Manchin now rejects any tax increases on big corporations or the wealthy until inflation is no longer a problem. This is rich in every sense of the word. Raising taxes on big American corporations and the wealthy would not fuel inflation. It would slow inflation by reducing demand and do it in a way that wouldn't hurt lower income Americans, such as those living in say, West Virginia. Manchin State 
is one of the poorest in America. West Virginia ranks 45th in education, 47th in healthcare, 48th in overall prosperity, and 50th in infrastructure. Tax revenue from corporations and billionaires could use, money could be used to rebuild Virginia, among other places that need investment around America. Reich later concluded, by kicking Manchin out of the party, Democrats could at least go into the midterms with a more realistic pitch. Quote, it looked like we had control of the Senate, but we didn't. Now that you know who the real Democrats are, give us the power and we will get it done. It's a real dilemma that Democrats must look at and deal with, whether it will help them or if not. It's clearly a mystery. What needs to happen is Democrats need to get a bigger advantage in the Senate, like a 52 to 48 or 53 to 47 advantage that will also be difficult, but it's not out of reach. Fetterman could gain a seat for them in Pennsylvania. Same with Ryan in Ohio. Of course, holding on to the House in November is also crucial for Democrats. And then there's 2024, which really starts after the midterms. Will Biden run for re-election or step aside and let a younger, more progressive Democrat run, like, let's say, California Governor Gavin Newsom? He would be a great option for many reasons, and he would most likely have to go through a slew of other Democrats, including possibly Vice President Kamala Harris excuse me, Kamala Harris. A lot has happened since Trump got elected in 2016, and much of it has been very bad. The rest has been very, very bad. It's going to take a lot to turn things around, and Democrats need to come out fighting at all costs. There is a lot at stake, equal rights, women's rights, LGBTQ rights, climate change, the environment, the economy, foreign relations, what kind of a country do we want to leave the young people? There isn't really any more time to wait. It's time to act. The Trump administration dug a deep hole and Biden has barely gotten us out of it. We have a long way to go. And now is the time to act on these issues. This is Mira Stars, and I'm Steve Ricardo. Thank you for listening.